Hey everybody, welcome. Steve Wolenhouse here. I'm your host on Anatomy of Success to be better about avoiding manipulators. Understand these seven things. That's our topic this week. So glad you joined us. Let's get started. Welcome back again, everybody. I'm Steve Wollenhouse, and this is Anatomy of Success. If you've discovered us for the first time, we're glad you found us. Tell some friends, come back next week. If you've been here before, truly appreciate you coming back and uh, hope you subscribe to the podcast, rate and review, and then head over to weatherology.com. Grab the Weatherology mobile app. It's free. And then find me under About Us. Follow along on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. You'll find links at the top of that page. You know, the rhetoric of deception, boy, it is often shrouded in clever tricks engineered toward manipulating people into embracing a version of reality consistent with power and control. Dishonest and disingenuous people use coercion to back somebody into a corner, requiring them to defend their character or provide evidence for some specious claims predicated on nebulous accusations, name-calling, inflammatory language. That's the simple tactic these people employ that lack intellectual capability to present a compelling argument based on facts and concrete evidence in favor of their circular arguments that demand defending a person's integrity and character. Now, when somebody has an agenda based on weak arguments, rest assured they are relying on personal attacks to create self-doubt, guilt, and shame. Sound familiar? Yeah, a lot of that going on. They plant seeds of uncertainty which cause fragile people to crumble and make confessions for something they didn't even do, induced by feeling guilty. Liars love to break people down until they surrender their voice so they can claim control over their subjects. In relationships, That leads to abuse that becomes emotionally debilitating. And I'm sure many listening have maybe been the product of that. At work, it results in people remaining silent as leaders institute their bad ideas that have devastating consequences. In politics, it creates a vacuum of people unable to think for themselves as they offer fealty to the forces that demand compliance or you're going to suffer reciprocity. So how do we recognize lying manipulators that have nefarious intentions? You can't manipulate people who know how to think for themselves. Trish Mercer said that. So here are seven signs we are dealing with a manipulating liar that intends to be harmful. Number one, these people use absolutes. Manipulators love to hurl absolute truth in our face. The problem, their truth can never be quantified or proven. They use harsh language to defend their positions. Always, never, unequivocally become common vernacular. Anyone interested in exploring the truth understands the importance of avoiding absolutes. That's what science is all about. And I'm a scientist. Trust me, folks, we can't go through life exploring scientific ideas with a mindset that says we have all the answers. We need to be open-minded to all the possibilities. Folks that use language that is intended to demand compliance with absolute ideas aren't interested in exploring mutual benefit. Use words like possibly, sometimes, or generally. That's a safer form of communicating that welcomes alternative viewpoints. 
Next, these people are arrogant. You've met people, you've seen people like this. Manipulators are arrogant and their overinflated egos are driven by bravado and the perception of self-righteousness. When people believe in their own brilliance, they lack compassion and humility. They present a case predicated on the assumption of being right. Their conceit obstructs effective communication, listening, which they don't do well. And the possibility they could be wrong is the perception of being a flawed human being. So they aren't even open to the possibility of changing their opinion. Next, target. These people love to target a common enemy and then leverage hate to pull people together. At work, they focus on colleagues who become the source of shared animus. You know, the people that commiserate around the water cool and pick on somebody that's a nonconformist. In politics, it's a common adversary that becomes the subject of their contempt. When somebody is filled with rage and vilifies people constantly, they are shallow, weak, and they can't be trusted. When people are obsessed with a target, it's often a diversion from the truths that they're attempting to avoid. Frank Herbert said this, belief can be manipulated. Only knowledge is dangerous. Next, defensive. Manipulators and liars, they're defensive. They react instantly to anything or anyone that challenges their beliefs by immediately attacking the perpetrator. Watch the knuckleheads on cable TV rally around one another as they pile on their adversaries. They aren't journalists. These people are opinionated activists with political motivation. That's what news, quote unquote, has largely become in America, at least today. They have no capacity to even consider alternative viewpoints, they are so preoccupied with being right, shoving their opinion down people's throat, they get defensive when they're challenged, and then they pile on people with their self-proclaimed expertise. Next, argue. You know, liars love to argue and they never listen. They are so busy dreaming up their next response, they can't hear anything being said. Watch reality TV or political debates on the House and Senate floor. By electing people that love to argue for a living, these are largely activists and lawyers that gravitate toward those professions. We ensure gridlock and obstinance. Great leaders remain open, respectful, courteous. They aren't interested in arguing. They seek viable solutions and welcome all opinions. They're moving forward, not digging in their heels, trying to show you who's smarter and who's going to be right. Next, ramble. Bloviators love to talk, but they say very little when you listen carefully. It's like arguing with a toddler. They ramble on in favor of substantive discourse. These people are poor listeners. They have no desire to even hear your point of view. Ironically, they profess to have all the answers. They're so smart. I got my fancy college degree, my PhD. I am so smart. And we all know the science behind what they call illusory bias, where people think they're so much smarter 
smarter than they are. In fact, in 1977, they did a study of college professors, 94% of which said they were much smarter than their colleagues. So we know this arrogant, obstinate attitude is prevalent, and it largely is born in academia. People that claim to be so smart are oftentimes super arrogant, and they think they have all the answers, but they're defiant and not even remotely receptive to alternative viewpoints. Any effort to disagree with a person like this is met with disdain and this incessant babbling, noise, which prevents clarity, listening, and consensus. And finally, unapologetic. Manipulators and liars never apologize. They lack the ability to apologize and take personal responsibility for their actions. And it's always somebody else's fault. Guess what? It's based on lack of humility. They are so busy trying to be right. The noise of overconfidence resonates in their head continually. Whenever you see someone so committed to their truth, run away. These people lack emotional intelligence, self-awareness, and most importantly, humility. Words are, of course, one of the most powerful drugs used by mankind. They can be used to lift people up or put people down. And we need to pay attention to people that use inflammatory language, name-calling, because their intentions are often very disingenuous. I hope you benefited from this conversation about recognizing manipulators in your personal life, professional life, and when it comes to forming your opinions about political matters, for instance. we got to think critically, folks, and open ourselves up to all the possibilities, but at the end of the day, make decisions based on facts and evidence. And we have to serve far and wide to find the truth today because much of it's being obfuscated in favor of media groups and big tech companies and political groups that have clear motivation consistent with their ideological beliefs. I hope you benefited. Hope you come back next week. I'm Steve Woolenhouse. This is Anatomy of Success. Let's stay positive. Let's stay focused and let's stay optimistic.